time now to uh, say good morning to our market analyst Clive in Tozabantu Ramatibela. Hello, lots of other ones here, Tekina. I'm at the airport. People are looking at me funny as I did that. Um, and so it's not because I'm wearing it's not because I'm wearing an Arsenal shirt, and I'm I'm very disappointed because <laughs> the league is gone. So <laughs> well, I haven't quite Boy. made peace with that yet. I think we're oh. still in it, but just see the hammering on on Twitter that I got. <clears throat> oh my goodness! Yeah, let me leave it there. I think you got enough of that. But uh, just looking at what the markets are yeah. doing, Clive, emerging market stocks rising for a fifth day in uh, this year's longest rally. And uh, the inflows are boosted. Um, uh, they've boosted currencies after U.S. data beat estimates. And there's also optimism that China is working to regain investor confidence. Yeah, healthcare and technology shares led the gains yesterday. So, you know, uh, early hours actually this morning uh, on the MSCI Emerging Markets Index, with all 10 industries, obviously, the groups are very, doing very well. They advanced as well. Uh, China's stocks also rose for the third day. Uh, in fact, the policy, obviously, the policymakers uh, will unveil more measures to boost growth um, at this week's uh, legislative meeting. What that means, like, you know, all it is is uh, all the uh, uh, political heads uh, in the Chinese government try to put things together into perspective to help people understand what the direction is. We know what their problems are. The first thing that they need to sort out, obviously, is the slowdown in their growth uh, for 2016 and 2017. But most people are expecting them to actually come up with uh, strategic decisions uh, to further uh, invest in the places where they have always promised that they will. For example, Africa has been a big, big plan, and so it's going to be interesting what they come up with strategy there. So if you look at even your Asian markets are all mostly in the, in the green this morning, Sakina. If, if you include, if you can exclude there, Japan, uh, the, uh, in South Korea as well, which is slightly down, uh, the Nikkei is slightly down by 0.44%. So on, on average, the emerging markets uh, 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 economies are doing relatively well, and their stock market as well are, very, are doing relatively well. That's at the back as well of these commodity prices that have suddenly come back uh, and look favorable, except for gold, which is interesting. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. so other than that, it's looking good. And then, of course, we touched on this yesterday. Moody's uh, Investor Service, uh, they've cut credit ratings outlooks on China's largest phone company, also on its biggest banks, um, after doing the same to the country's government. No, they did it to the SOE, Sakina. <laughs> I think people are in a bad mood. Uh. Mm. <laughs> so, so the, the credit assessor obviously looked at uh, uh, the 38 state-owned enterprises uh, within, the Chinese, um, uh, within China. Um, uh, for example, in the mobile uh, uh, companies that are owned by the Chinese uh, uh, government, they've cut down ratings there, they've cut down their, their, their rates there, their outlook there. The financial institutions that include industrial and commercial banks of China, they've also been cut down. Uh, the move is followed by Moody's decision, obviously, to lower its outlook um, on the uh, Chinese sovereign credit rating. Uh, it, despite the fact that, you know, not so long ago, remember, the IMF welcomed the yuan as a, as a preferred uh, currency. So it's interesting that Moody's don't see uh, the positivity within that line, and so they started to cut down on things. The negative outlook, a revision on both the Chinese sovereign, sovereign and banks, is uh, a huge. It's not a huge surprise that the uh, the challenges that China is facing are well flagged. We think that's what's going to happen is it will bring back reality to a lot of investors who have put their faith in China's performance to actually rectify and realign their investments within the country. Mm. And, of course, uh, we haven't uh, done one in a bit, but uh, in our investment theme on this Thursday, yeah. inequality and how this is shaping the U.S. electoral uh, political landscape at the moment. 
Okay, this is an interesting article I read earlier after this morning. Um, it was published uh, by the New York Post. It, it, it is uh, Professor uh, Joseph Stiglitz, who's my uh, a good, uh, uh, um, uh, I'd, I'd say a mentor of mine, a guy that I really love to follow, um, a professor of economics. He's talking about what we are seeing in the American space where you see people's frustrations being expressed by the way they vote. And I'm not saying there's anything wrong with voting for Donald Trump. I don't know about you, <laughs> but he, he, he reckons that uh, there are a lot of people that are, 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 are described as angry, and they finally figured out that they're not doing very well eventually this year. So what's happening, despite the growth of the United States uh, uh, economy and the fact that the jobs numbers are at, the, at their lowest, uh, or the unemployment is at its lowest in 2008, a lot of people's salaries haven't increased. Remember, we spoke about it before, um, and that's because the strategy with, with uh, quantitative easing was that you have to strengthen the middle class. What it has done is it's actually created a 1% average of people who are actually more earning four or five times more um, than your average uh, working class American. And that's what's frustrating a lot of people. And that's why when somebody speaks about um, uh, immigrants and they talk about uh, making America great again. That sounds like populist talk and people are actually voting based on that. And that's quite interesting. I think that's something to look at uh, specifically because uh, this is election year for the U.S. So it will be interesting the outcome of the results and who's going to be nominated from the Republicans and the Democrats. I think we should vote for you, Tatina. I don't know about you. <laughs> no, thank you. I'm, I'm, I'm quite all right. Eh? I love my sleep. There are certain things I will not do because I want to sleep, and that would be yeah. kissing your sleep goodbye, no doubt. That's saying goodbye to your sleep, I agree. <laughs> so we're going to leave it there, but thank you so much, Clive, and uh, don't terrorize anybody uh, there at the airport. Uh, we'll speak to you again tomorrow morning, our uh, market analyst, Clive Ntozabantu Ramatibela.